You make it sound really easy. <laughs> because it is. <laughs> it's it once you know how to do it, what 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 to do and how to do it, it it's really easy. All about the creative. All about the creative. We were spending like a thousand bucks a day. Really? On advertising. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For for these events. Were you did you use the same video creative? Because I presume you were using video creative on Facebook. No. On this episode of The Engaging Marketeer, uh, we're actually going to be talking about a form of marketing, which is unusual for me. I've got Marcus Vadin, who is a YouTube ads expert. I'm going to be talking to Marcus about what the difference is between running YouTube ads and Facebook ads and how you do the targeting on YouTube ads. You are really going to love this, by the way, because the targeted on YouTube ads Oh, it's good. And what kind of budgets you need and how you can make your YouTube ads successful. Let's get straight into it. So you're you're massive YouTube marketer, aren't you? You are huge in YouTube. I love YouTube. You I, love YouTube. I breathe it's, it. Yeah. <laughs> now you see, I have a couple of YouTube channels, yeah. but it's not something I am big in. So what made you get into YouTube in such a big way? So back in 2000 and early 2019, um, we, my business partner, Ben and I, we were running some, some events, some like live events and we were doing Facebook ads hmm. and um, I was like, it was 18, 2019. Yeah. I mean, we were, we were running some events and we were doing Facebook ads and uh, Facebook just shut our account down for who knows why. Like That, that yeah. can happen, can't it? And so we were, we were spending like a thousand bucks a day really? on advertising. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, for these events. Um, and we were like, well, we, we have to get something going. Like we have to, <laughs> we, we have to, can't stop advertising. So, so we looked at YouTube and we hadn't even ever even considered it, but we're like, well, it's, it's a very similar, you know, interruptive type advertising. It's very similar in, in nature. Um, so we, we threw an ad together at like two in the morning, threw a script together. We like dissected a few other ads that we saw and found and kind of dissected the structure and whatnot. Um, and then posted on YouTube, like, like, you know, sort of advertising it on the YouTube platform. And, uh, we were very, very pleasantly surprised at the actual result. We're like, Whoa, like this is, like, we were getting better lead prices on YouTube than we were on Facebook. So this, and, this was the first uh, time you'd ever advertised on YouTube first, then you first, just getting results. Wow. Yeah. First time. First time. Um, and, uh, and I mean, I, I mean, obviously we had a sales process that was wor already working with paid advertising, right? That's a big thing. And so, uh, so then after that, we were just like, whoa, we'll just spend most of our money on YouTube. And that was it. And then eventually we realized hardly anyone's teaching this stuff. Hardly anyone's doing this stuff. Like in America, it's like 8% of advertisers are, yeah, are actually using YouTube. Right. And, um, and so like, well, why don't we, 
get really good at this. We'll, you know, we'll, we'll do some more research and find our own messaging and our own process and this and that. And uh, we'll just do YouTube. We'll teach YouTube. We'll, you know, all sorts done for you, done with you, whatever. Um, and that's the, us. That's what we, that's what we did. And that's what we're doing right now. Um, and it's still the same. Like hardly anyone does YouTube. Hmm. Everyone does Facebook. Like everyone's on like ninety three percent of advertisers are on Facebook. Yeah. So when but when you, anyone does YouTube, when you first did a, an advert on YouTube, then this is for events that you're running. So the same thing that you were doing on Facebook. Yeah. Were you? Did you use the same video creative? Because I presume you were using video creative on Facebook. No, oh. no, we didn't. Because in our research, uh with the the structure of a youtube ad is different than the structure you'd probably do for a, a video creative on on facebook now we've used our youtube creatives on facebook and gotten good results we've tried using video facebook ad, our facebook video ads on youtube and it's we've got results but not nearly as good okay right and it has to do with the structure of the ad. So in the structure of the ad, you have the first five seconds, right? Which is the hook. So in the hook, you have to call out your dream human, your dream client, um, before they hit that skip button, right? So for example, one of my favorite and most profitable hooks is, is your Facebook advertising turning your hair 50 shades of gray? Maybe try YouTube ads, right? So in that five seconds, Right, I'm calling out people who are already running ads on YouTube. I was who are already running ads on Facebook, right? And they're fed up with Facebook, or they're struggling with Facebook. And I'm putting the idea of YouTube in their minds, mm -hmm. piquing their interest. Oh, yeah, YouTube ads. What's this about? You know. So that's, and so with a, on a you with like on a Facebook video, you have to like you know grab their attention like just like stop to stop the scroll yeah right you don't have that on youtube on youtube you have five seconds to grab their you have five seconds to separate the cream from the crop right and um yeah so you it doesn't really work as well again it, it does work but not nearly as well as our new structure mm. So when you first run the ad then, what was the what was the actual content of the ad that you did that you were getting results with? Value, straight up value. So basically what happens is the whole structure of a YouTube ad is hook. So our, our structure is hook, elevator pitch, story, close. Right, so it's four parts. So the hook, I just spoke with the hook. The elevator pitch, the reason why I call it elevator pitch is because imagine you're going to your office building, right? It's a multi-story office building, right? And you get in the elevator and you're going up to talk to, talk to the boss to pitch him an idea, whatever it might be. You get to the top, doors open up, the boss gets in and you have from the top to the bottom, which is roughly about 20 seconds hmm. to qualify why your ideas kick ass and take names, right? So that's exactly what you do in the ad. So you you hook the person you want to talk to. You then qualify yourself, right? Qualify who you are real quick and then why they should listen to the rest of the ad. Okay, so for example, 
uh, is 50, uh, sorry, um, are your ad, sorry, are your Facebook ads turning your hair 50 shades of gray? Maybe try YouTube ads. Hi, my name is Marcus Fedin, and I have helped multiple, uh, and I have helped hundreds of business owners add an additional six, seven figures to their business using simple ads like this. And in the next 90 seconds, I'm going to show you what I'm going to show you exactly how you can target people on YouTube who are interested in your product, who can afford your product and are ready to buy your product. Right. And so that's the elevator pitch. Okay. So I've hooked them. I've qualified myself and I've explained to them why they should watch this ad. Right. So after that comes a story in the story. This is where you deliver on your promise you made in the elevator pitch. So this is where I talk about our, what we call credit card out targeting, right? Where we're able to target people who are interested in your product, they can afford your product, and they are ready to buy your product. Mm. And so I quickly talk about the different targeting options and this and that and whatnot, right? So that's the story. And then there's the close. What, what's the now, length of the story, sorry? what's Because you said it was 90 seconds for the elevator pitch. Yeah, so, so so the hook goes for about five seconds or so. The elevator pitch goes for about 25 seconds, 20 seconds, somewhere around okay. there. And then the the story goes for about maybe 90 seconds. Okay. Maybe two minutes, somewhere around there. The whole ad's about three minutes. Right. Ish, right. And so so then you then you have the close, right? Now the close, a lot of people just say I'm selling a webinar, right? They go, oh, so to access the webinar, click on the link below and I'll see you there, right? And so, and like using the story, you'll, you'll kind of link, okay, you know, and I'm talking about this in an upcoming webinar, blah, 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 right? So, but in the close, you need to sell the click, right? So you don't just say, oh, so to discover more or to, you know, to book a call or to watch the webinar, you know, click below, it's boring, okay? You need to sell it. So if you'd like to discover how YouTube ads, sorry, so if you'd like to discover how simple YouTube ads, just like this one, can add an additional six to seven figures to your business, okay? Simply click on the link below, or the button below, you'll be taken to a page that looks like this. And this is where you'll have like a, a B-roll of what the page looks like, right? Uh, where you can register for the webinar, or you can, book a call with us or where you can, you know, sign up for the event or buy the book or whatever it may be, right? So you're selling the click. You're not just telling them what to do, but you're getting excited about clicking the button. So with all those elements combined, that's how we're able to help many of our students, you know, create million-dollar campaigns on YouTube. And it's your ad creative. Your ad creative is the biggest needle mover in this entire process. As far as getting good quality traffic from YouTube, that's the number one. All about the creative. All about the creative. And and for business owners listening to this that that don't have um, a video production studio, what don't need it? Can, don't need it. How can they create the creative? Don't need it. Your phone, a microphone, like okay. a wireless microphone, and a gimbal. Which is like like a handheld anti shake, hmm. like, like a, 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 DJ, a DJI gimbal, for example. DJI, a DJ, yeah. that's exactly what we use. DJI, right? So we, I have a 
my my business partner Ben, he has some uh, the latest iPhone, whatever. I have a Samsung S twenty three, whatever it is, whatever it is. Um, and we use um, we use for the microphones, we use a uh, a Rode Go two. Okay. Right. Or and I, I just bought the recent uh, DJI mic, which is like a dual transmitter, single receiver. It's sick. I love it. Like super clean, crisp, very easy to use. The wireless. Yeah, it's schmicko. I love it. How, how much does one of those set you back? A couple hundred bucks. Right. Okay. For, yeah, if you, if you buy the double transmitter, um, probably 500 bucks. Well, that's Australian. So yeah. um, so probably $300, somewhere around there. Yeah. Um, the Road Go mic singles are like $300 Australian, so probably like $200. Um, and then the DJI um, gimbal, probably seventy five bucks, somewhere around there. Yeah, they've and, really come down, haven't they? They've really come. Yeah, down. yeah, they're really cheap, really amazing. They're awesome, but yeah, they're pretty cheap now. Hmm. That's, that's all you need. That's all you need. And then you set it off your video editing team. So you do all the recordings, set it off to your video editing team, and then they'll they'll splice it all and add B roll and graphics and all stuff okay so it's incredible to think that you're producing high quality video ad creative essentially using something that everybody's got in their pocket yeah as they walk yeah. around that's one of the biggest myths one of the biggest myths is that you need to have high quality i mean not high quality but like hollywood style type ads mm. right which is nonsense right because you don't want that because people see that crap all the time Mm. right they see it on tv they even they even see it on on youtube with mcdonald's and the insurance companies and the car company ads you know, they see it all the time right so when you shoot an ad and it's just you in front of a phone right and you're like in your office or on a work spot or whatever it may be right it, it makes you more authentic right and people and the authenticity is one of the biggest thing people crave these days is what's real like this is real because there's so much fakeness out there right whereas if this is you just talking to a phone right it's I, i've shot i've literally shot ads here in my office that have made me tens of thousands of dollars wow right i mean obviously i don't i don't use this webcam because yeah <laughs> quality is not nearly as good yeah. but you know sound is actually more important than your actual video quality hmm. okay. but yeah but that's it, it, you don't need a whole lot you don't you could probably spend five hundred dollars and you can make heaps of good ads yeah see i'm liking the sound of this because I've, I've got the equipment already yeah i've got most the, DJ. Yeah, most I've got the dji i've got the phone i've, I've got some I've actually got sony radio mic as well Oh yeah, 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 that'll work. That'll okay. work as long as it's clean. As long as it's clean. Got the kit. So yeah. one, when you've recorded the video and you're and you're happy with that and you've used the structure that you've talked about, what's the next step to getting that ad on YouTube? So you need to find your audience. So the great thing about YouTube ads, now understand that YouTube is owned by Google, right? So all YouTube advertising is done on the YouTube as on as on, on the Google Ads platform. Right. So then you need to find out your audience. Okay. Who, who am I going to send this ad out to? Now, the, 
the best thing I love about YouTube advertising is the targeting. You cannot find targeting anywhere else. So, oh, really? for example, on Facebook, right? You can really only target people based on their interests. What are they interested in? Okay. And that's great. That's, that's, you know, Facebook ads do work, you know. We still use it, but mostly for retargeting, right? With YouTube, I can target people who are interested in certain products, right? But I can target people who are not just interested in certain things. I can target people who visit websites, certain websites. I can target people who type in certain search phrases, search terms in the Google Google search bar. You know what they're looking for. You know what their problems yeah. are right now. Exactly. Exactly. Right. So someone goes to YouTube. So sorry, sorry, sorry. Someone goes to Facebook, uh, Google, and they type in how to do YouTube advertising. Okay. Well, I have a campaign running saying anyone that types in these keywords into Google search, the next time those people are on YouTube, I want you to show my ads to them. Right. So I'm in the I'm in the search bar typing in, right? Um, how to do YouTube advertising. And then at some stage within the next few days, whatever it may be, that's a couple of days, I'm on YouTube and an ad pops up. Hey, would you like to discover how, how you can do YouTube advertising or whatever it may be? So I'm putting my ad in front of someone who is obviously looking for a solution. Mm. Can't really do that on Facebook. Can't do that anywhere else except you can do a Google search, right? But that's expensive and very competitive, right? Like we tried advertising our stuff on Google search and we were looking at like $30 clicks. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. to be, to, to get that volume, to get that traffic, to be in a good position. Yeah, you're looking at... It's really expensive. So, so how does the cost compare with YouTube then? Uh, anywhere between one third and a half for cost per click. Per click. Now, that's per click. Hmm. Now, mind you, there's a whole lot. Like, if you're doing like lead generation, like now we we focus mostly with lead generation, right? Um, a lot of it largely also depends on your sales process, right? So, you can have fantastic targeted traffic. But if your sales process sucks, mm. doesn't matter. Doesn't matter at all. Whereas if you know, whereas you have a if you have a fantastic sales process that's proven that works, you know, you could send half decent traffic to it and it'll convert and it'll most likely be profitable. Right. So the cost per click is about third to a half, but your cost per lead may be really high if you don't have a proven optimized sales process mm. so and that and that's a big thing that a lot of people think i think oh the traffic sucks mm. yeah no nine times out of ten it just sales process sucks yeah right we, so, we, get, we get that a lot. We get clients coming to us asking us if we can do Google ads or Facebook ads for them or, or SEO for them. And obviously we can, but a lot of the time their website is shite. Yeah. It's not going to convert and there's no yeah. sense paying to send people to a website that isn't going to convert. Exa exactly. Exactly. And really 
you don't really want to be sending cold traffic to a website. You want to be sending it to like a, a, a landing page, a sales funnel, or some lead generation funnel of some sort, hmm. right? Because a website is like a brochure for your business. It tells yeah. you who they are, who we are, what we do, you know, how to contact us, what are our events, bits and pieces about us, right? Why you should work with us, who our team is, right? That's what a website's for, okay? People doing research on you. When you're running paid traffic and it's a cold audience who's never heard of you, you send them to a landing page where they can take one of two actions. Either they leave or they give you details or they, yeah, they give you details or they purchase the product or whatever it may be. Mm. Right. So who is listening to this? If you're sending cold traffic to a website, don't no. <laughs> like stop. Don't. Yeah. I mean, I'm, if it's I'm, working, great. But unless, nine times, unless you have a work. landing page set up on that website that has all the navigation. Correct. You know? That's correct. That's correct. Yeah. 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 So when, when you're doing this, do you find there's, well, what's the split between people using desktop and people using a, a mobile device? So about 80% of your traffic will come from mobile devices. And that's just, that's just because of the, the way people consume uh, media these days. A lot of times it's all on mobile devices, right? Um, so when you are running your traffic, you need to make sure that your page, your landing page is optimized for mobile devices. So it looks good on a mobile device, mm. right? That the, the load speed is around three seconds on a mobile device. If your load speed is too slow, like let's say over three seconds, four, five, six seconds, whatever, or plus, you'll be paying with traffic that will never see your landing page because it takes yeah. too long to load and they exit away. They go, not too long, can't be stuffed, right? Because people are so impatient these days. Mm. So you need to make sure your load speed is around three seconds and your page looks good on a mobile site. So, you know, so, so you don't have like text overlaying each other and yeah. it need, needs to look good on mobile devices. Which, which is another reason, as you say, not to send people to a website because websites often can't look designed, good on mobile devices. They're not designed mobile first, whereas landing pages That's are. That's right. Is there much difference in the creative for mobile and for desktop that you're using for the video so you can do um so we always shoot ours horizontal landscape all right um now if you're doing a short ad like you're putting ads on youtube shorts um it needs to be a minute long or less than a minute and it needs to be shot in portrait mm. so and that's that's the biggest difference so, but we've got most of our, the best, our best results come from the longer horizontal ads that, yeah. You know, have you any idea why that is? Why shorts doesn't give such a good result? I think it's just because people, the mindset people are using when they're watching short videos. So when I'm, at, when I'm watching shorts, I don't really watch shorts very much, but when I'm watching shorts, I'm just watching it, just wasting time, right? Usually, like, like same Facebook, you know, I'm just sitting on the toilet at work, just flicking through Facebook, you know, 
or same thing with YouTube shorts. You know, I'm just watching a quick thing just to just to waste, waste 10 minutes or maybe, right? Yeah. Well, a lot of times when I'm on YouTube, on the actual platform itself, I'm there, I'm watching content, I'm consuming longer content. So I'm consuming education, I'm consuming, you know, some kind of entertainment of some sort that's going to be a lot longer than one minute, right? Um, I mean, obviously you can watch shorts on YouTube, obviously on desktop, but most shorts are watched on a mobile. So yeah. I think it's just the mindset of the user rather than the actual platform itself. Okay. That makes sense. In, in terms of the targeting, you mentioned that you can obviously track what people are searching for and put your ad in front of somebody that has a specific problem that you solve. What yep. other types of targeting are you using? So you can use uh, website targeting. So people who visit specific websites, right? So as long as those websites have like um, Google Analytics or the person watching or visiting that website using Chrome or what it may be. So, so just um, to clarify as well, that they don't have to be your websites. No. That can be somebody else's website. That yeah, can be, they can be that competitor websites. Reviews. Yeah, yeah. Hundred percent. So we have we have a client who does um, like importing, exporting, um, coaching here in Australia. We target government import export websites. Right. We've been running that audience to the same ad for over eight months, and it's just been it's just been rolling. Right. Um, with our own targeting, right, we target um, CRM websites, HubSpot, Salesforce, ActiveCampaign, Go High Level, Entreport, right? All these bigger, more, you know, uh, more expensive type CRMs, hmm. right? Because we know that the users of these types of CRMs they're probably going to be spending money on advertising, right? So I think about, not necessarily my competitors, but I think, okay, my dream human, what websites are they visiting? What websites are they going to, you know, all the time? And then I'll, I'll target them. You can target, as I said previously, you can target keywords on Google search, mm -hmm. right? Um, you can target keywords on YouTube. Remember, YouTube is a search engine. Right? It's the second largest search engine on the planet next to Google. So if you combine all the other search engines like Bing and AOL and all the other ones, combine them all together, YouTube is still a bigger search engine than that. Mm. Right? So you can target YouTube search, uh, um, YouTube search keywords. You can target placements on YouTube, obviously, like channels, certain videos. You can target apps, Google apps. Right. So we have a um, another client of ours. He runs uh, an investment coaching program here in Australia. Right. We target investment apps. Right. It works really well for them. Okay. So so the so the websites websites work the best. The websites work the best. Right. Number one um, by far. Um, and also you have like because Google has so much data on like everyone that uses their platform, 
it knows what uh, it, it knows what you're in the market for. So it knows, for example, me. It knows that I'm in the market for um, scuba diving equipment, right? Because it's coming up with scuba diving um, season here in Australia. It's getting warmer now. Forgot so where I'll you were then for a second, didn't you? Forgot where you were. Yeah, yeah I was about to say Florida. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it knows that it's, I, I'm, so I'm looking up new for a new BC and some new regs for, for this, this season. And, um, and so it, so if someone else were to target people who are in market for, you know, uh, you know, fishing ocean type gear, right? Boom, they can put their ad in front of me. So Google has like these pre-built audiences, like these groups of people who are in market for certain things hmm. that you can target straight away. So in market for advertising services, in market for payroll services, in market for beauty products, in market for outdoor stuff, in market for, there's like 150 of them or something like that. I can't remember. But so the, the targeting is is insane it's crazy you won't find it anywhere else you won't find it anywhere else you know the, the the one thing you mentioned there that's just got me it's going around in my head constantly was the, uh, the competitors because yeah the devil yeah. in me is thinking there's so much potential with that because I, yeah. I remember when because we're in web hosting there's a lot of hosting companies that you know and i've used a lot of hosting companies over the years whenever a hosting company has a problem and you know they they all their clients websites go down and they've got a big issue competitors who are really keen on it will jump on twitter and they will look for people on twitter who are mentioning that hosting company that's gone down and they'll reply to them saying you know we're an alternative to this we're cheaper more reliable that kind of thing you can do that with a youtube ad so if a particular yeah. hosting company you know has a problem you could put a youtube ad at people that log into their platform advertising your service as an alternative that is reliable because you know they're currently disgruntled with that service. Yep. Yep. There's just too many ideas. So I've, I've it's clever thought, targeting. It's, it's clever targeting. It's clever marketing. Because everyone's got competitors that are a thorn in their side. Yeah. And the idea of putting ads out specifically at your competitors' clients, your competitors' customers. Seems really devilish, but I love it. So how much of that have you done targeting competitors? All either time. for yourselves or for clients? All, all time, all time. So, I mean, we don't... Us as YouTube coaches and agency, we don't really have... Um, I mean, we have like Facebook competitors, but like there's not a whole lot of other youtube coaches around like, hmm. there's a few there's a few there's a couple there in the uk there's alec elric in, in the us there's us here in australia um but we target um people like um alex hermosi's audiences um tony robbins people grant cardone's people uh we target um I'll see ads on Facebook of like coaches, like for example, like, like coaches for coaches, or you know, like yeah, that that sort of thing, right? I get I get ads for that all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and I'll, I'll I'll look I'll look at like 
I'll, I'll research, so I'll see their ads and I'll do a bit of research. Are they worthwhile? So that if I if I see that they have a good, like they're spending lots of money ads, that they have a big audience, that they got a big Facebook page, okay, yeah, I'll find I'll find the website that they're sending their traffic to. I'll target that page because I know they're paying. I know that they're because they're paying ads for that particular landing page. It's working, right, most of the time. So I will target that page and I'll say, you want to visit this page? I'm going to target that page. That's even so, more devilish than what I was thinking. It'll be, it'll be, but see, it's not just that page. It's, it's that page, but also pages similar to that one. So for example, I target the Salesforce or a uh, HubSpot um, websites. So I'll target that website, but I also get other websites that are similar to HubSpot and Salesforce. Hmm. Because you know the people that are clicking through to those pages are genuinely interested in what they do. Therefore, they'll be interested in what you do. Yeah, in most cases, yeah. Yeah. They'll, 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 yeah. I know that people who are using these CRMs are going to be doing paid advertising. Oh, I love that. And <laughs> oh, I've just got so oh, I'm just so I'm 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 excited. I am I'm excited by this. So <laughs> What sort of budgets are we talking about for campaigns? So I always start short. I always start small, right? So I'll probably spend. Well, you, it depends. Like there's, I always get asked this question, and I always say, "Look, how many leads do you want, and how fast do you want them? If you want a lot of leads quick, spend a lot of money quick. If you want to start small and work up, do that, and that's what I usually do." So when you first start out, I'll probably put like 35 bucks a day on one campaign, right? I'm testing ads. I'm testing audiences. I mean, obviously, if it's an untested landing page, I'm testing landing page. I'm testing hmm. copy. Like, is it text copy versus VSL, right? So there's a whole lot of testing. So your first two months, you're just testing, right? Because you have to give that. You have to give a good amount of data to Google um, so they can start trying to find you better people, the right people. Um, and that takes a little bit of time. Right? That'll take a week and a bit, two weeks. So for one campaign. So I would, I usually like to try and start out with maybe two, three grand per month, just testing. And you may not you may not spend that entire amount. Mm. You may like you may know who your so like if you know who your avatar is, you can draft a mess create a message that's super targeted for them, and then you know where they're going, so you can target those websites. So a lot of times you'll find winners really quick, really quick. Like for example, we have a we actually have a, a new client now who who teaches people do podcasts. Right. And we started their campaigns today, right? Today. And today, we've already have one audience that's generating them leads for like 15 bucks. And this is for a $10,000 product. Wow. Right. So if they're getting $15 leads for a one day event that sells a $10,000 $10, product. 
That's good math. That's good math. And that's on day one. Why? Because we recently, we know who the avatar is. We crafted a really good message and we're putting out in front of really good audiences. So you can find winners really quick. So are you, so, are you but, able to share a little bit of what the audiences are for that one? So, um, hold on a second. I pulled up. So we're testing Podcasters Paradise. Um, I think here there's some like we have some media schools that teach um, that teach podcasting, hmm. and then. There are podcast agencies. Yes. Right? So if you're a podcast, so if you want to target people that want to learn to do podcasts, well, why don't you, people who want to do podcasts, they go to these agencies. Oh, team how to do podcasting, right? Or podcasting courses. Well, I, I can't, I can't remember off the top of my head. I know Podcast Paradise is one of them. Yeah. And the other one was a podcast agency. It was a big podcast agency. Um, but the podcast agency was the one that started making results real quick. Wow. And so, yeah. Um, doesn't take a number off the top of my head. Because <laughs> so we literally that, just set it up. Like I set them up. We set them up last night. And they started yeah. running today. So with so, that, that particular campaign, then, it is about targeting people that are visiting other ones similar to that is your main focus for the, the target. Yeah. So that people who visit this podcasting agency's website and other websites similar to that one. Hmm. Right. And um, yeah, that's sort of working. That's sort of working day one. Wow. That's fast. Yeah. That's fast. And that's on a $35 a day budget on that one campaign. Wow. And of course that's the kind of thing you just cannot do on Facebook. I don't know. Probably not. I honestly, I haven't done Facebook ads in over three, four years. So I don't know. A lot of the targeting that you used to have on Facebook is being removed. Yeah. You can't do income targeting anymore on Facebook. You can on no. Google. No. no you you can can't. Do, I can say I want to target the top 30% of people. That's our top 30% of household incomes. Yeah. Or the top 10% or top 50% or, or target everyone. You used to be able you to target, target homeowners. People. You target homeowners. Yeah. You used yeah. to be able to target homeowners in, on Facebook in the UK, but you can't anymore. That's gone. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it's, um, yeah, you, you won't find targeting anywhere else, like anywhere else at all. And that's because Google has so much data on so many people. So with, with so many people using Facebook and not Google, why do you think that is when Google is cheaper and with better targeting? Sorry, YouTube is cheaper with better targeting. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Because it's the barrier to entry, right? Facebook. You just get a you get a creative. You just get a a, a, a static ad, static image, right? You, you chuck in some copy. You put in a link that goes to your landing page. You do some targeting, interest targeting. You add some budget. You hit start. That's it, right? And then there's like there's like a million and one freaking courses about you know, oh, give us $7 and we'll teach you how to do YouTube ads. I'll teach you how to do Google, um, Facebook ads. Mm. Right. So the barrier to entry to doing Facebook ads is a lot less than YouTube. YouTube, 
you have to script an ad. Like you have to script a video. Then you have to shoot the video. Then the video has to be edited. And, you know, and then you have to do, you have to do the targeting, right? And there's a lot more uh, campaign options and settings on Google than there are on Facebook, right? So then you have to, you know, what type of campaign do I, what, what, do I run CPV? Do I run CPA? Do I run max conversion? Do I run Betchen? Like which, mm. which setting do I pick? So the, 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 the barrier to entry is a lot greater, especially on the creative side, especially on the creative side. And, and that's why, that's why less people do YouTube than they do Facebook. And a lot of people don't understand it. They don't understand it. They don't understand the structure of a YouTube ad. Yeah. And a lot of people don't have the patience to find a good YouTube ad, deconstruct it, and figure out, you know, what the structure is. I, I presume with, with a YouTube ad, it's the same as with Facebook, that you can actually set a, a conversion tracking goal so that you can yep. run your ad based on conversions. Correct. 100%. That, that's, that's mostly what we run most of the time. All right. So it's not cost per click or cost per impression you do it is cost per conversion you go for oh well no you so you get charged so you get charged per click right right but you are optimizing for conversions right got you yeah so you still get charged per click um but you're only optimized per conversions that's that's impressive that it's it, so interesting that it's your charge per click because obviously with facebook it's typically per impression yeah, and Facebook so will you try and have, get you lots of impressions that are irrelevant. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So you have there are different campaign settings. Hmm. So there are some times where you you can get charged per impression, um, or you get charged per view. Right. So people who view your ad. So a view is anyone who's watched like thirty seconds of your ad. Right. Then you get charged. Um, and that's what most campaigns are based around is, you know, you get charged. The, the, yeah, so you get, so, so let me rephrase that. You don't get charged per click. You get charged per view. Right. Now a view is where someone watches 30 seconds of your ad. They watch the whole ad or they click on your ad. Gotcha. That's when you get charged. Now, there are campaigns where you do get charged per impression because you're trying to push out your ad to just just, just pump it out, just get it out there as many people as possible, right? So you, you, you then set a bid per 1,000 impressions per CPM, right? So, but there are, yeah, there are times, there are campaigns where you can get charged per impression. But that's a different kettle of fish. The one yeah. I do. Yeah. Um, whereas, of course, Facebook, uh, an impression or a view on a, a video ad on Facebook is three seconds. If they watch three yeah, seconds. Yeah, three or 15 seconds, I think. I think 15 is the most you can do if it's like a. Yeah. You're charged. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. So, what kind of mistakes are people making when they're creating YouTube ads? Um, they try to um, use a Facebook ad, like a Facebook video ad. As a YouTube ad, that's, that, that's the mistake. Um, they they don't add value to their ad. 
like it's all like salesy type. So they don't um they don't add a lot of value, mm. right? So they try and close, like they try and they try and do a call to call to action too soon, right? Whereas you wanna you wanna give 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 give, and then and then you ask, right? So you wanna have a very valuable app, right? Um, they don't they don't split test they don't test different hooks, right? So they may only have like one or two hooks, three hooks, right? Man, we're we're going through like twenty hooks. Wancy for every for every five hooks you have, you may have one that works well. Wow, right? And so what you want to do, and the difference between a good hook and a bad hook, is half the lead cost, mm. right? So your lead cost can be halved just by a good hook. So that's that's that first five seconds. So you. People and, and so the thing is is like and or people they 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 don't they get lazy they don't create and they don't create more can't they don't sorry they don't create more uh, creatives so there's like one shoot and they go, oh okay that's it I'm done and they don't don't shoot anymore no go out shoot some more different scripts different locations you know. Instead of having a sell, have like an entertaining ad instead of a salesy ad, or maybe like have, yeah, be creative in your in your ad. So there's there's one ad I saw today on Facebook. The dude was rapping, right? I'm like, hmm, I wonder if I can do a rap ad about YouTube ads, you know? So I've uh, I'm got my 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 creative juices flowing right now with uh, trying to figure out a rap ad. <laughs> And that, that ad on Facebook, did you click on it? I didn't click on it, but I watched the you whole watch. ad. Yeah. I watched the whole ad. That's so, the first Facebook ad I've ever watched, the whole thing through. It'll be shown to you again then, no doubt, at some point. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so when, when someone's running a, a YouTube ad, you say make multiple versions of the hook so you're basically shooting the same ad but five or six or more different hooks yep. and then you're doing a, a multiple split test on all of those different hooks at the same time to see which one gets the greatest result is that right yeah which one gets conversions right so i'll have the same elevator pitch same story same clothes I may have maybe two elevator pitches, but use this one. Mm. Um, but I'll have like 10 or more hooks. Wow. Right. Minimum five. Minimum five. So say five, right? Five hooks. So if you have five hooks, one elevator pitch, one story, one close, you have five different ads, right? If I were to throw in there a, a second elevator pitch, I'd have 10 ads, right? And so... I usually take, I'll take those different ads and I'll put them up against the best audience that I feel is going to convert the best. And most of the time I'm right. Like nine times out of 10, I'm right with my audience. It's just, we're just testing the different ads. And then I'll find my good ads. And then once I have my good ads, ones that start getting conversions fairly quick, right? I'll then use those ads against other audiences, 
that I'm going to test. So now I'm testing other audiences with good ads. And that's a, that allows me to eventually very quickly find good audiences with good ads. So, but it's usually, it's the ads, the most important part. Yeah. So when you, you're starting off like that and you've got your, your five different hooks, and if you've got two elevator pitches, then you've got 10 different ads set up. What's typically that first audience that you use that you say, right, that audience is the one that's going to convert. I'm certain of that. What makes you so sure? And what is that type of audience? Website audience. So, so it's usually, a com- a competitive usually a website, website audience. Sorry, say that again? So that a competitor website audience or an audience? Yeah, it could be a competitor website audience. It could be a, a software website that I know my dream humans are using. Hmm. Uh, it, it, it could be uh, any website where I know my client, my dream avatar is visiting. Any website. I, it, it, it could be any website. So usually it's not very broad. Like I wouldn't target like, like news websites because a lot of people visit those. Hmm. Um, but usually it's very it's usually for us it's like very business specific right so for example we had one one client and he was doing um what's it called um um employee oh sugar not consulting um he would like hire I can't think of the name of it. He would hire employees. He would find good employees for other businesses. Headhunting. What's it called? Headhunting. What's that, sorry? Headhunting. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so what we do, we just we just started targeting like like payroll webs like payroll software websites and you know uh, websites that you know help manage teams of people and and mm. that sort of stuff. And that and that worked quite well. That worked quite well for him. So um, yeah, but any any website that your dream human will be visiting, um, you can you can target those. Those those are the first ones I always go for. You make it sound really easy. <laughs> because it is. <laughs> it's it once you know how to do it, what 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 to do and how to do it, it it's really easy. It's really easy. So the hardest part is like the creative. Actually, no, I'm lying. The hardest part is the sales process. That's the hardest part. Hmm. The creative, the the targeting, how to set everything up. Once you know how to do it, it's it's easy. It's just that sales process. It's getting the messaging right in the sales process, the landing page, you know, like webinar versus like live webinar versus automated webinar versus book a call versus, you know, <clears throat> a book a book funnel or what it may be, you know, some kind of lead magnet checklist thing, whatever. That's, that's the hardest part because you have to spend, you have, you, you'll have to get like several hundred clicks, mm-hmm. right. To even test it properly, which is going to cost you several, well, a few thousand dollars. So and that's one of the biggest mistakes a lot of people make. They don't they don't spend enough testing. Yeah. They don't spend enough testing. You know, like if you're if you have a brand new sales process and you've just spent a thousand dollars, that's not nearly enough. That's not nearly enough money. 
But I imagine if if somebody has one of these lead magnet pages or booking pages or consultancy book call pages, and they were using Facebook ads very effectively until Facebook got more and more expensive and removed a lot of the targeted options, then YouTube ads is an obvious... It will slot right in. So every single student or client that I've ever had over the past three, four years, or how long it's been, right? If they've run Facebook ads successfully to their page and it works, we've slotted YouTube ads in and it's worked amazingly smoothly. Like it's just proof. So a perfect example, we were we we had a guy come on to our coaching program and he was he did um what's it called online fitness or online uh, online fitness australia or what's it called fitness australia online and it was he was teaching like personal training right and he was doing um facebook ads getting a six times return on it right and this is he's been doing facebook ads for like three four years at this point in time right so he's like super dialed in like his pixels really well warmed up. You know, it's going really well. He saw us. He's like, yep, I'm going to do YouTube ads. We started doing YouTube ads with him. Within two months, within two months, okay, he was doing 11x. Wow. On his YouTube ads. eleven. So he was getting, he put $1 into his YouTube advertising. He was getting $11 out at the other end within two months. We um the these other two other two um the proper develop uh, the other proper developer course um, creator the import export uh, course creator program um, they were doing Facebook ads slotted in YouTube ads worked straight away because the sales process is working because the sales process is proven. Hmm. So if you are if you've already been running Facebook ads, right, for like lead generation and that sort of thing, YouTube ads, as long as you have a, a pretty decent um, ad and you got some good targeting going, it should work pretty much easily within the first month, or within the first couple of weeks. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I mean, obviously, you have to optimize, like. Jono didn't get the, the online fitness guy, Jono, right? He didn't he didn't get to 11x straight away. He was mm. like in the first like three weeks, he was at like 4x, 5x, right? But then after we would like change his ads around and change a few bits on his headline and on his page, you know, boom, 11x. And it just runs, just runs, just runs. And I presume you have to refresh the creative every now and then to keep people. No, not even doing that. I have. So with the importing, exporting coaching program, we literally have an ad that has almost half a million views on it. It's been running since um, August 21. Wow. The same ad. The same ad. Wow. So, and the same, like the same campaign. Yeah. So, I mean, now mind you, that's that's like a that's like a that's like a once off 
most of the time, what I've noticed is that I have a campaign running for maybe six, seven months, and then it starts to die off, right? And so then I just take that same ad and I just find a new audience, right? Or a lot of times I just duplicate the audience, restart the campaign all over again, or in a new campaign, and it just picks right back up. Why is that? If you're keeping the same audience and starting a new campaign, why is it improve? I'm not 100% sure, but I have a theory. I have a theory. And the theory is, is that when you start a campaign, right, and you plug in your audience, you plug in your ad, Google will like just pick like a group of people in that audience. So the audience could be like 10 million people. Who knows how big it is, right? But it could be like, say, 10 million people. So it may pick one group of like a couple hundred thousand people or whatever. Mm. And then it goes through and it shows your ads to those people, right? And then after time, your results start to diminish, right? Because you've you've gone through all the lowest hanging fruit and then you've gone through all the second lowest hanging fruits and whatnot, Okay. So then when you start a new campaign with the same audience and same ad, it picks a different group of people in that group. If that makes mm. sense. Again, I don't know. That is my theory. But that's that's the theory I came up with from the testing that I've done. With yeah, you, like your results back up. A couple billion dollars. And, yeah. What's you, that, sorry? Your results back up that theory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but I don't know if that's the, exactly what's happening, but yeah, that's wow. what that's the, my theory is. Wow, we, we are incredibly out of time. So <laughs> anyone listening to this that is is like me thinking, wow, this sounds brilliant. I don't know why I haven't been running YouTube ads before. <laughs> I need to do it now. How do they get in touch with Marcus Fedeen? So you can uh, do one of two things. Uh, you can visit titanmarketer.com. Um, you can book a call with us um, or you can just email me at Marcus at TitanMarketer.com. And so, yeah. Okay. I will put the email address and the website below the podcast in the description on iTunes, Audible, Spotify, and, and YouTube as well. Marcus, thank you. My I pleasure. have learned so much and <laughs> I am really excited now. <laughs> I'm genuinely yeah, and a lot of people they don't they don't know this like they don't know what's they don't know the, the possibilities man because they, yeah. they they see YouTube ads all the time but they never think about it they never think no. about it themselves I'm I'm gonna go out and have a play <laughs> that's it that's it that's it yeah thank you very much Marcus no worries.